Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Leah Askarinum is joining us on the Trocar College Live line here on WBEN, a 538 politics reporter. And we're looking ahead to the 2024 presidential race, which seems like it's been in low gear, right? But when we ring in the new year, Leah, it seems like we'll be shifting into high gear. Right. And I think the question is, does the race look any different in high gear than it does in low gear? Uh, We've had a pretty consistent dynamic um, for at least the last few months. You could even argue um, most of the last year um, with Donald Trump uh, keeping a wide lead over the non-Trump candidates in the field. Um, And, you know, we're looking at Iowa and New Hampshire to see if there's a chance that that trajectory could change that strong showing from Ron DeSantis in Iowa or Nikki Hantley in New Hampshire uh, could launch one of them into, you know, being a, a, a credible um, one-on-one alternative or one-on-one com- competitor to Trump. Um, and I think that's, you know, we're, the reason why I say DeSantis in Iowa is because that is where his campaign has, um, at least in terms of messaging, um, put a lot of the weight of this contest you know after iowa with a strong performance um there's a a a feeling that uh his prospects will only improve in uh future states um and with nikki healy we get a very similar message um when it comes to new hampshire and her performance there uh but you know we've seen some endorsements come in um in the last a uh, month or so in both of those states, the governor of uh, Iowa endorsed Ron DeSantis, the governor of New Hampshire endorsed uh, Nikki Haley. And that kind of cements the dynamic we've already uh, created here and what that's already been um, in place for most of the primaries. So I do think that is the question. Does anything change um, once voters start, uh, you know, go actually voting once we start seeing some results? I is there you know high gear low gear is there maybe a difference though when you know the caucuses start and people start really paying attention because I feel like for a lot of people it just still doesn't seem like a real thing right you know like it's so far away in many people's minds who aren't really paying attention to it you have okay uh, Donald Trump's the front runner but it almost doesn't even seem like he's in the race he's not part of any of the debates or anything like that I is there a point where it starts to feel real and these poll numbers shift? Well, I think that in Iowa, it feels real, right? Like for the actual voters there, if you're 
in Iowa, you are getting inundated by uh, candidates and ads and also just them physically being in the state. And same with New Hampshire. Well, for the rest of the country, it's kind of a waiting game to see if there's a, a kind of surprise that happens in either of those states that alters the trajectory of the rest of the race. And I think what's important to know at this point is yes, Iowa and New Hampshire could change. That's that's kind of their role, right? To set, um, to kind of set the precedent for the the primary, to so that when people start paying attention, you know, we they have results to look at. Um, but at this point, um, because we do see voters engaged in Iowa and in New Hampshire, um, you know, it, it does look like Trump is probably going to lead in both of those states um, from polling that from you know, massive amounts of polling um, and that, you know, that second place status for DeSantis or for Haley, it's it's what would have to change the race. And I don't know if that would be enough. Does placing second in New Hampshire, even if it's, you know, double digits behind Trump, does that change the race when voters start paying attention outside of Iowa and New Hampshire? We spoke to an analyst yesterday, Steve Roberts from ABC, who said it's going to be Trump and Biden. He said none of these other candidates are going to make it to be the nominee. I mean, it seems like we're just going through the motions with these primaries next year. It does feel that way. And I think that, you know, we have to hold two things. Two things can be true at once. One, Trump is highly favored to win the nomination. Two, we are dealing with unprecedented uh, candidates right now or or potential nominees right now, um, including um, the president facing a trial um, and two of the um, oldest nominees in in history. Uh, So I think we, you know, with still some time left to go, yes. The, the chances are, the probability is that Trump will be the nominee, but you also have to hold space for the idea that something could change. Um, and we might not know what that is, but um, it is still, you know, a statistical, it's statistically possible. Uh, on a nationwide level, is it, you know, after Iowa and New Hampshire, people are like, all right, you know, I guess I'm, I'm going to take a look at these uh, candidates and, uh, and uh, really get, uh, get going. Uh, when do the polls crank up? In other states, how far out from their primary days? Yeah, I mean, we're already starting to see some polling coming out of Nevada and South Carolina. I mean, the problem with polling those uh, states so early right now is what you mentioned earlier, that what happens in Iowa and New Hampshire is going to influence what happens in further states. So looking at how Nevada and South Carolina voters feel now is not going to be predictive exercise, right? It just kind of gives us a snapshot in time. Um, But if we look at national polls and, you know, across multiple states, what's great about Iowa and New Hampshire is we have so many polls that you can say with a lot of confidence, you know, like what the averages are. Um, But we still do collect national polls at 538. And um, as of today, uh, Trump's average is 63% um, in the national race, followed by DeSantis, uh, at 12% and Haley at 11%. Now, we don't elect uh, people in this country by national popular vote. Um, so that's more of a, an indicator than anything that would be predictive. Um, but it does show that Trump has a, a pretty, I mean, he's the former president of the United States. Um, he has a pretty uh, strong uh, advantage coming into the race. Well, Leah, thanks for joining us this morning. Nice talking with you. 
Thanks so much for having me. Sure. Leah Ascarinum with 538 joining us this morning on the Trocare College Live Line. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.